This week we visit and review the Tampa Bay History Center, the Bolts Fan Fest, and two long-standing attractions are set to close. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us, our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, or you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I am Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? The the sick edition. The sick edition. <laughs> part, episode two. Part two. Last week we were like, you're gonna, you've got, you're sick this week, and you're gonna hand it to me, and next week I'll be sick, and nope, uh, nope, I'm, I'm still good. It's just me, still sick. This has been lasting. Is this like the kind of deal where it's that cough that just gets worse at night and it stays in your lungs? Yeah, and, I don't yeah, have it a, forever. The cough isn't that bad. Um, Right now, it's just like a sinus thing, but I have a feeling the cough is like the next thing to come, so. So that's what we're talking about uh, uh, on <laughs> two weeks in a row. We're talking yeah. about you're sick. Oh, well. I mean, there are worse things to be sick with than a head cold, but so, it's not fun. So you're going to bear through it again? Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm you, okay. you bared through yesterday. We did a lot of stuff this weekend. Uh, yesterday, we had, did a family trip. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Yeah, uh, but you had a busy day today. Yeah, I did a cool thing today. Yesterday, we took... Now, this is one thing. We kind of... kind of. I feel like we messed up a little bit because last week... Uh, we just did our, we just kind of did like a news show. And then the, the coming up this week, we realized it was the Smithsonian Museum Day where all these museums are free. I know. And we didn't talk about that. And I'm like, oh man, it's a missed opportunity. We could have done like a show and we talk about all the museums in Florida, where to go to and what's free right. and where they're free. And I thought, well, well we, we did tweet about shoot. it though. So yeah, we, if, we did tweet about it. If you it. follow us on social media, we, we give you a heads up. Don't miss out because it's a free day. I it, mean, it was a free day. So take if you're, it, take advantage. If you're listening to this on Monday, well, Saturday was free museum day and we, we should have mentioned we should have done a whole show about it maybe next next year or I feel like maybe we should do a show upcoming soon where we just kind of go through some of like the best museums in Florida and where they are and I feel like we haven't been to enough museums though I mean we've been to a lot of museums in the Tampa Bay area but I feel like there's a lot of museums throughout Florida that we need to check out we we've been to quite a few in St. Augustine as well St. Augustine Sarasota mm, but couple in Orlando we can talk about we haven't been to any of the ones in Miami there's um, some cool ones in Fort Myers. So, I mean, I kind of feel like we need to we need to do some more due diligence before we do all that. Yeah, we do. We do. But there's ones that you know that they're popular and people may not know that that they're out there. Like this one, for example, we went yesterday to the Free Museum Day. We went to uh, the Tampa Bay History Center. Right. Which is like this huge building. It's right behind Amelie Arena. And we've never been before. We've never been before. We always. It's one of those places where if you're a local to a place that has tourist attractions, you might see it and then you never go so this was one of these museums we'd never been to and we got the free passes and went over there and the place was was it great, was great we'll, yeah. it's great we'll, we'll talk about that a little more after our news i think but yeah but then it, today you did something fun at the amelie arena which is right next to the tampa history center yeah, yeah today was the lightnings uh, and tampa i always Bay. say amelie but i think it's amelie i think it's amelie because whenever they do their commercials they say amelie yeah but i always say amelie like the movie amelie, amelie. if you haven't seen the movie amelie you should see it it's it's got French. It's in French and it's got subtitles, which sounds very like 
ooh la la yeah you know? a little artsy fartsy yeah artsy fartsy but it's actually a really you have to admit it's a really it's good, good. it's a it's good, movie. A good you, movie it's one of those movies you made me watch and most most uh, subtitled movies after the first few minutes of it you like you're done you forget no but no you one... stop not that I'm done I mean you don't you're done you forget that it's a, a subtitled movie you just kind of read and you don't even think about it anymore yeah but I mean it has to kind of be a good movie for you to watch a whole movie of subtitles I feel like I mean it needs to be a good movie honestly I've only seen a few which I know makes me sound like a total you know knucklehead but I, Amelie is one of them Life is Beautiful was one of them, which is like a great, great movie. I don't know if you've ever seen I've that. I've never seen that oh, one. Oh, it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, there's probably been some more out there. I like took a couple film classes in college and stuff like as yeah. my, you know, just as electives and they make you watch all that, that kind of stuff. So, right. yeah. So, but you went to Amelie Arena. Amelie Arena, Arena, Arena which, today. again, the only way I know the pronunciation is correct because of the commercials, right. Amelie, Amelie Oil, which <laughs> is another company I never even heard of until they bought the naming rights and now... And that's why they bought the naming yeah. rights so that you could hear of them. Yep. <laughs> so whenever I'm in the store and I see Amelie, oh yeah, that's the name right. So, today we went to, I took the kids to the Tampa Bay Lightning's Fan Fest today which was a really cool time. So yeah. talk and about I, that in the second time, second, ep, second, se- second half of the show. Yeah, you were staying home. I stayed home and, and felt sorry for myself. Nursing being, that cold. Yeah, it was a cool time. The <laughs> The Lightning Fan Fest was a fun time. And again, I think right now I found out a friend of mine reached out to me on Facebook and who lives in... Uh, the San Francisco area, and she said that today was their Sharks Fest, which, like, the San Jose Sharks, that's their team, and she said oh, okay. that Sharks Fest was today that they were going to, and so I think this might be that time of year, because it's preseason, and all the teams are there, and they're doing their fan fests. Well, and I saw a few of our friends post about Fan Fest today, so there were other people there that you, you just didn't see. I was surprised, because I know um, a lot of people that I thought would probably go, and we did run into one friend up the street. Yeah. Um, who was in line for an autograph? But then I saw I saw somebody post on on Facebook that they um, that they were there, and the girls, the woman, sit, I don't know if you saw this, but the woman sitting in front of our friend was texting to her church group that she couldn't come to church that morning because she was busy with volunteering stuff. And the and volunteering was at this? she was at FanFest. That's classic. <laughs> it's like, and, and our friend said something like, I hope she feels pretty confident in herself because there's a lot of lightning around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So um, anyway, so you don't want to talk about that now, though? Well, you want to well, talk yeah, about get, that later? Well, I can talk about it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not a major <clears throat> event. It already People can't go to it this week because it already I know, happened. but they do it every year. So talk, tell us what... Tell us what it was like. So we show up, and I guess you ordered the tickets online. I guess it was a free event. Yes, but you but had to, you get had to have a ticket. Yeah. So we go to the. Um, we show up today a little bit after eleven o'clock. I guess the the gates opened at eleven. It went from eleven to three, and I didn't expect to stay for four hours almost four hours but yeah. we, we did so everybody who came in the people at the gate they handed you a little voucher that kind of told you where to go at two o'clock for a player meet and greet so it said whether you either get an autograph or whether you get a photo so we got an autograph one and it told okay. us we had to be at this one section of the of the arena at two o'clock and okay. we didn't know what player you were going to get so um we just kind of stuck that in my pocket and we walked down to the um down to the ice the inside of the arena had like the the ends where the behind the nets were 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 kind of like all emptied out there wasn't any seats there okay so they had like all these a lot of people standing people standing they had like little bungee jumping things for the kids rock climbing walls things to keep the 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 kids occupied but all the seats in the arena almost all the seats not so much in the upper deck but the middle 
middle section and behind, all full of people, just like it was a game. Okay. And the team on the ice was doing was was doing practice, and it was not just practice, but also they were kind of like playing like short games, like, like a scrimmage against yeah, each like other, yeah, like three on three games with okay. four minute periods, That's shootouts, cool. and things like that, almost like a mini all star game, but just with the lightning. And so we went right behind the ice in the corner in like those seats that you just always want to sit at. Yeah, and the pictures because, you sent me were like a Vasilevsky and Hedman. And right like, there. Yeah, like yeah. Re- like big players. Because we're usually 300 level folks. Right, we're usually up right. in the nosebleed. And so you were like we right were, there. It was like you, if the glass wasn't there, you could reach out and touch them. You could. And at one point there was, and these guys, they were practicing, but they were practicing at like full speed, full contact. And they were just hammering each other into the corners. Yeah. And at one point I'm looking up there and these guys uh, just creamed right into the corner and uh, our son turns around and looks at me with like these big wild eyes like whoa <laughs> and then goes back out and the funny thing is to, in all fairness they kind of didn't really want to go to this for some reason like they were kind of like not a little bit um they were just being poopy they were just kind of you know how kids are sometimes oh, i don't really want to go to that i want to hang out so we i dragged them out to this thing and within 20 minutes they were super into it. They yeah. just loved it. And they're like, this is awesome. I want to go. Let's look and see what the view looks like from over there. And, That's so and cool. I want to come check this out. So, yeah, we did. We stayed there for almost three hours and we just watched the team practicing. And then we went to check out our little autograph station. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we we were walking around. You don't know who you're going to get. And okay. we, we didn't expect any of the really big players like, you know, Stamkos or Headman or yeah. anything like that to be out there. But we got in the line, and then it turned out to be Dan Girardi was the guy we got an autograph from. Okay. He's like a defensive guy. He's been around think, for I mean, a long name, time. I was going to say that name sounds kind of yeah, familiar. Yeah, he's definitely he's he's a he's a he's not one of the A-listers, but he is one of like the you know you know he who he is. He's a defensive he plays, player, yeah. right? So, but the funny thing is, we were after that we kind of walked around and saw who all the people were who were doing autographs or doing photos yeah. and. Pretty much, no, no. All the players were no, none of the household name guys. Okay. But then we sort of stumbled onto the second level, which is the club level. Oh, okay. And this was like the really nice area. Yeah. And then we ran right into Andre Vasilevsky. He's the goalie signing oh, autographs. Really? And we saw Tyler Johnson doing a foot. Uh, uh, he's another big name guy. Yeah, yeah. And these are guys, and they were doing a photo ops and, and meet and greets and, and autographs. And then I, and this is the club level. So I'm wondering if they maybe saved all the A-listers for season ticket holders yeah, and put them maybe. on the club level because we only saw two guys up there, but they were both like, oh, those are you those know, are big names. Those are bigger yeah. names on the team, and yeah. where everybody else just got the the wow, leftovers. That's so, cool though. So that was pretty cool. So that's cool that you got to see them. Yeah, I think it was a cool thing to do, even if you're not like a big hockey fan or a big Lightning fan per se, even a casual fan, which I, I consider myself sort of maybe but, not not super fan enough to know every single player but um you know yeah you're, enough you're, that i went to the thing fan, yeah, fan, it was, yeah it was really cool and i think just being able to get really close to the to the ice and plays and stuff like that was a really cool thing and a totally free event totally free event i so, know that's really cool yeah so that definitely really look cool. forward to doing that next year i've also in the past went to the rays fan fest which is a similar kind of deal where they yeah. open up tropicana field and they have meet and greets with players this was actually a lot better because only because you got to see them playing them play you know yeah that's yeah, really neat. Rays fest was a lot of just autographs and and things like that and um and it was, this was cool was the that thing that we went to didn't we go we went to a thing at um raymond james recently that was that bucks fest or was that that was a boat, boat show? it was a boat show okay yeah we went to a boat show at the at the uh they raymond didn't have james. any players no but, no players but they we were able to go on the field and we were like it was really cool they had like all these stations on the field where you could play games and like you could kick a 
football through the real field goals, you know? And yeah, like, it was cool. The Bucks had, like, uh, they had representatives there. I mean, it's their stadium, yeah, their field. And, right. And you could kick. They had field goal kicking right into the uprights. Yeah, the it real was uprights. really cool. Yeah, it was, yeah. That was a really cool thing to do. Like, yeah. I've never been able to sit there and say, I can kick a real kick a, a, a real field goal in a real NFL stadium. Did you actually make it through the field No, goal? <laughs> I hit tw- I kicked two, and I think both of them went, I wouldn't even say wide left, they were like line drives left. And I think they went into the seats, like I actually missed the net. Oh, that's funny. They had the net up, but I was so far left. you were high enough, though, like that you weren't like going under. Yeah, I went, I got, I would have been through if I was about 20 feet to the right, because it went yeah. like wide left. And then yeah. this other guy was out there. Who he was kicking them from like thirty yards out, just kicking them right yeah, through the middle. The do you good. remember that yeah, guy? Yeah, I do. And I looked at him. I'm like, "Have you ever done this before?" He's like, "No, I just came out here and I missed <laughs> my calling." That's funny. So, well, and I remember our son was over there for a long, long time and just kept trying over and over again, trying to kick the ball. And I mean, that's a long way for. Uh, I think he was nine at the time, you know. So. He was hitting line drives, but he was hitting them straight. If I yeah, remember, he yeah, was yeah. he was hitting that wall. He was, right but he was determined, and he never got it. But he was determined. He's like, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep trying. <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. It, it was, was really very, fun. It was he cool. loved that. It was he, cool. He loved that. So before we get into our um, review of the Tampa History Center, yeah, I keep wanting to say museum. We well, have some news to talk about, talk about this week. Um, First thing, this isn't really, this is kind of funny. I wouldn't know if I'd say this is news, but okay. I ran across this that I thought this was kind of funny. What's that? It's not, um, so when's the last time you've been to Publix? Uh, this morning. This morning. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Publix employee like a, with a beard or a facial hair or a mustache or a uh, goatee or anything? Gosh, I guess not. Yeah. You know why? It's against the rules. Really? Until like this week, as of um, a week from today, they're going to, they finally are going to, as of uh, August 29th. They are finally going to approve beards at Publix. And wow. Facial hair. Isn't that weird? I That's crazy. I just came across that. I'm trying to think if like, because you know how like if you're working in a, um, a deli or a bakery or anything like that, right. you have to wear like the hair guards and the beard guards if you have a beard. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen anyone wearing a beard guard, but I guess I haven't. Because there's no beards. Huh. You might start seeing them now. I guess. Isn't that weird? That's interesting. I just came across that. I thought it was an interesting little That is an interesting, an interesting little I know, I know Disney World for a long time had a very similar thing where male employees couldn't have, or sorry, cast members. I, I, need, I need to remember cast members. Uh, no facial hair unless they actually used to be no facial hair. Then it became... You can't be growing facial hair while you're working there. Oh, that's right. You can't be in the mid-stage. You either yeah, have to have a full yeah. mustache, full beard, or not at all. Oh, right, So right. if you leave and come back with a beard, cool. If you're hired with a beard, cool. <laughs> leave you, and come back. You can't have the 5 o'clock shadow at that's Disney. That's interesting. Yeah. So you have to like go on vacation if you want to have a beard. Right. And the way, <laughs> and my facial hair grows so slow that I would take... <laughs> You'd have to take a, a sabbatical. <laughs> yes. I would need to take five months and come back with like a, a, a wispy, small, a wisp, a, the wispy goatee that I'm wearing goatee. right now. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. So at Disney, though, I do have some Disney news. Some of this is kind of sad. Uh-oh. There's sad thing, news. There's things closing and things ending that will, you know, but sometimes when things end, that means something better comes along. So True. These are two big things, actually. So um, at Animal Kingdom, at the end of October, October 21st, if you're a big fan of this and you want to get out there... Rafiki's Planet Watch is closing. Really? Yeah, that's kind of a big one. That's a big deal. I mean, it's kind of a big area. It is a very big area. And you have to take a train to get there and stuff. It's a big area that takes a train, so which I think is kind of neat. Like, it's it's set off on its own little area, and you've got so to take a little So are they replacing it with something? Well, we don't know if there's no... There's rumors, but we don't know if this is definite yet, because... 
again, I guess right now Disney's attendance is a little bit down, which is surprising to me, yeah, considering they just put in... Well, and especially considering that every time we go, there's like 8 million people there. Right. And there's, <laughs> right, right, right. But I guess to them, and to the us... the lines it, are like a, a 90 minute long. To us, it feels crowded to them. They're like, there's fewer people here than they're supposed to be. So we're not sure if this is a cost-cutting thing yet, because they are doing some other cuts. They're cutting out a lot of the um, character interactions. They're cutting out some of like the... The entertainment that just kind of goes on throughout the parks. Nothing major, but just huh. sort of like... And the Rivers of Light show at Animal Kingdom. Right now, there's performers on it. There's people that like dance and yeah. sing on the boat. The, for now, they're taking those people off. There's not going to be entertainers on the boats anymore. Oh, there's okay. just going to be empty boats going through. So okay. they're cost-cutting entertainment. And we're not sure if this is cost-cutting or to make room for a new area. Huh. The, the rumor, though... And I think this will be really cool if this happens, and it's a natural fit at Animal Kingdom. The rumor, the long, the long-held rumor here is that they may put in a Zootopia land right there. Oh, that'd be cool. So they're gonna pull that out and put in Zootopia, and that'd I, be really cool. I guess that's been rumored for a while, Zootopia, and it's, it's a natural fit at Animal Kingdom. And Zootopia is a fun movie. I like that movie. It's a really fun movie, and if you think about it, there's so many opportunities in that movie. I mean, for different worlds, because like in Zootopia, there's, you know, like miniature worlds for like the mice and stuff or ants. And then there's like snowy worlds for all the not worlds, but I mean, like villages or whatever within the Zootopia you can make like it, landscape. You can make like it, its own land and have lands within lands. Yeah. So, I mean, because like all of the animals that need to be in cold weather have like a, a certain area, like a, their town or their village within Zootopia that's all snowy and cold, right? You right. know, and then there's like the jungle version and then there's, so there's different, lots of different lands within Zootopia that could be really cool to like turn into a land. And also, yeah, it would be perfect. And you can have animal exhibits in there. I, I mean, you have to work animal exhibits in there. It's, it's oh, yeah. Animal Kingdom. And they have Absolutely. their own little area and have... Well, because Zootopia had all real animals. Right. I mean, they weren't like make-believe animals. So, I mean, yeah, you could have rabbits and sloths and all kinds of things. <laughs> Everyone loves the sloth. Absolutely. But what's sort of leading, lending a little bit of sort of extra... What's the word I'm looking for? Extra, you know reasonings at this, this je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi <laughs> an extra little oomph that makes this rumor may have a little, little bit of legs is do you remember in, in the movie Zootopia uh, what's the girl's name uh, Judy Hopps how she got to Zootopia do you remember how she got Via there? Train, Via right? Train, yeah. So hey. you take a train there now. That's true. To, Zuto- That's very to that true. area, so they that may they cool. may rework that thing. Take I think that out be really again. Cool. I might be talking. Oh, well, total you're just talking here. about rumors. These right are just now, things. So. Yeah, this is according to. Um, attractionsmagazine.com and a few other people have been saying this. That'd be really neat though. Something to think about. What is true though is Rafiki's Planet Watch is closing and this might replace it but we'll see. If it does it might be years because you know how slow things go over there. So the other thing that's closing at Disney World I don't want to make this an an all Disney show but that seems to be there's a lot of changes over there. This is another big another big long standing thing. Illuminations Reflections of Earth the fireworks show at Epcot Uh probably the most iconic fireworks show at at Disney World is closing after 19 years at the end of of 2019. Oh, and it's funny. We were just there. Yes. I knew you were going to say this. We waited at this um, drawbridge, which I didn't even know was a drawbridge, um, for the giant earth to pass by and a few other firework boats or, I don't know. Like barges. Barges. barges, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And 
it took forever. It seemed like it took a long time. We had to watch this parade of barges go yeah. through this drawbridge. It, and was, it was super so hot. hot. Yes. <laughs> was like like you know born on the sun kind of hot it was right before china as you go right by the china pavilion is where these things come through right and we just happened to catch it right as the drawbridge was lifting and we're watching the earth go by which was actually really cool the earth is massive it's It's so much bigger when you're close to it yeah and um so we're like oh that's cool and then we're like oh there's another boat Oh, there's another boat. (laughs) Oh, there's another boat. There was like four or five boats that we had to wait for. And they weren't fast boats. They were like really slow. Yes, yes. um, Slow boat to China. And it was really hot. And it was really hot. So, um, but... But that's interesting because it is very it's, iconic. It's been there for 19 years. And you know what? I, it's funny. I found out about this. That's pretty interesting about that show. And you were saying this is fitting because there's so many barges that come through there. Yeah. They shoot off 2,800 fireworks shells every show. And it costs $25,000 to put on that show every night. $25,000 in fireworks go off in the show every single night. I just don't know if it's worth that. You know? Well, it's like a little goodnight kiss at the end of the night to I know, sort of send but you off. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, all of those fireworks shows, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You know what it is? It's like when you watch a really, say you've ever seen a movie that's kind of mediocre. I'm not saying, I'm not, this might be a bad example because I'm not saying the park is mediocre. But have you ever seen like a movie that's kind of mediocre but has a great ending? Yeah. And you leave remembering that ending? So these do it that, that they try to send you off with that good feeling that the fireworks and lasers are like, yeah, that was really cool. But like you and I have seen it so many times. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was just about to say, too, though, is I, I think we're spoiled. I think that we are like we see it, it's like, oh, another fireworks show. I don't want to stay for tonight's fireworks show. We've seen it a million right. times, you know, beat and the traffic. Like, it, yeah, let's beat the traffic. It's it's just another fireworks show. But we I, I remember we were watching um, a YouTuber that went to Disney in um, China and they had a fireworks show there that and they said it was a cool fireworks show, but it was like nothing compared to the American fireworks show. Nothing and is better or nothing is nothing, not as good. It wasn't as good. Okay. Like not nearly as good. It was a nice fireworks okay. show, but it was like just a, you know, a percentage of what they do in America and not even close to the grand scale that okay. what they do here in right. Orlando. And, um, and they were like, I think it just shows that we're really spoiled, you know, right. by what what they do for us in Orlando with fireworks. And it's like, yeah. I, so, I mean, we're here. We live here. We have seen it many, many times. We're like, eh, it's not worth $25,000. But some people come over and they're like, oh, my God, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, you know. So maybe it is worth it. And that sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But I wonder if that's probably 10 minutes worth of cash register receipts at Epcot for the day you know that's true that's that's, and it's nice that I mean 25,000 bucks that's all I mean at least they're putting that back into the experience in the experience right they're saying hey guys here's we're gonna light 25 grand on fire every night yeah and let you guys watch it so that's a lot of money but that's considering that show has been going on for 19 years 25 grand every single night boom boom that's insane that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot so and the third, this last one, we're going to go out at Disney for a minute. Um, we're going to take a take, go into. Uh, I know we like we've been on a cruise recently, and a lot of people come to Florida for cruises. So, the Carnival Horizon. This is their Carnival's newest ship, okay, and biggest ship. It's the biggest and newest in Carnival's fleet. Mm-hmm. Three thousand. This is interesting because it's three thousand nine hundred fifty-four passengers. It can fit. Okay. It started in April in Europe. It did a little bit of touring out of New York, and it's finally going to come down to Florida. It's almost 4,000, pa- it can fit almost 4,000 passengers, and it's still not even one of the 30 largest ships in the world. 
That's a lot of people. Isn't that crazy? So Wait, I, so is it it's what what's the news? It's coming to Florida. Oh, it's finally it's gonna be coming to Miami. So if you're it's gonna be it's Carnival's newest ship and it's oh, gonna okay. be leaving out of Miami for, for Bahamas oh, and Caribbean cool. cruises. So I know Carnival, we just did a Carnival cruise recently and it's funny because it's it's still almost four thousand passengers, but it's still not even one of the thirty largest yeah, cruise ships. That's that's crazy. Which is interesting considering how huge it is. There's an IMAX screen on the thing and it's still not even that oh, huge. Man. Right. Wow. How do you find an IMAX screen on a cruise ship? I just I, I just think that I would love to see that ship compared to the one we were just on. You yeah, know? I know because one we were just on was was an older, smaller ship and yeah. this is not even one of the thirty biggest ships. And it's new and, and it's, it's still huge. huge. Yeah. yeah. I wow. think they're trying to not they, they don't want to put out those massive, massive, massive mega ships just because it's that also drives the cost up and Carnival's kinda of known for being like the the more affordable right. ship. I wanted to say, I won't economy. say cheap economy class. Yeah. Right. Economy. So yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that's it. And there's about five new new cruise ships that are gonna make their Florida debut in the next couple months. So there's the Royal Caribbean Symphony of the Seas, the Norwegian Bliss, the Celebrity Edge. That's such a weird name, the Edge. Okay. And these are all coming to Florida? Yeah, these are, they're, they haven't been, they've been, tour, they've already been sailing, but they're coming down here for the winter, you know. The, oh, the okay. Winters. Yep. Gotcha. And the Holland America Miss New Statendam. I know I got that wrong, but that's it. That's, I thought you were so. going to say like Miss New Hampshire or Miss something. Like, it's like a, a, one of the Miss America contests. Well, New is spelled N-I-E-U-W. It's got all the vowels in there. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's, it's got to be New, right? Would you say that's New? I don't know. New? I don't know. Okay. But let's talk about our, our Tampa Bay History Center yes. experience. Because um, it was surprisingly it was, cool. It was really cool. I, yeah. I, well, I mean, I was, I'd never been, you'd never been either. Our son had been he went um, on, a field, on trip, a field trip last year. And he didn't want to go back because you know he, how kids are. Well, but they had added a floor that he had never seen before. So the fourth floor was all new and it was all treasure map pirate themed. And it was, it was really cool. I mean, it was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Well, we went in there and this building, it's one of those buildings is you see it there. It's been there for, it's not that old of a museum. It's been no, there it's for not. five years, would you say? I don't know. Okay. I, it's not that old though. It, and I mean, it doesn't feel old when you go in there. No. Like everything, like when we first walked in, like they have like giant hulls of ships. I mean, none of it's real. The sh- the like infrastructure that they've built within it isn't real. Um, they do have real artifacts in there, but, um, but like there's a giant hull of a ship and you know um and you get to and, walk through the hull and you see things yeah and like there's a part where you're like deck. you're like you're you can use these instruments to see where the stars line up and there you, there's an actual like hull of a deck on in front of you kind of like looking out to the sky and the sea you know now that was really neat let's start let's start by saying this was on the fourth floor and this is how they recommended we do it they said yeah we recommend you start on the fourth floor and work your, work way, your down. way down yeah and i'm really glad we did that because the top seemed like we were starting like an old history and then as the further you went down things kind of got newer I newer, guess. newer newer there was some stuff about native americans and things at the lower level but right. the top it was like the ancient well and i felt like the top the the fourth floor was probably the the floor that had the most interesting stuff for the kids i think it gets them going right yeah it, it and they're like, like oh this is really pump. fun right. this is awesome yeah because it was very i mean it was pirate themed you know there was treasure there there was a whole interactive theater that was really cool um yeah we walked in this theater they did this little theater show every i shouldn't say theater because that I, implies it, it makes, sitting down right and it was just a room that you stood in but it 
but it did have a stage and and there weren't any real actors but it was using you know movie screens and, and scrims, scrims yeah and um and then real like ship pieces too kind of incorporating them all together then there was a cannon on one side that had a button that said fire right and there was a giant um touch screen in the middle that you could interact with right. at certain points during the show and they asked for you to choose do you want to go east or west do you want to go north or south you know that kind of thing the idea was you were a crew member and you came on and these these other two pirate captains were kind of arguing about where should we go should east we go? or left yeah. let's let the crew decide and you were a democratic society as pirates and they, <laughs> right. and they let you hit a screen to vote if you're gonna go east or west yeah and then all these scrims would Change, change and, and do, light up yeah, and affects what happened would in, around you and, on the ship. Yeah. And it was really, it was pretty well done. And like you, at one point they're like, oh, there's another, there's an enemy ship coming our way. Fire, fire the cannon. So like you had to, sh- you know, push the button to fire the cannon. It was, was nice really and loud. loud. It made a nice thong. <laughs> yeah, it was really in the, loud. In the room. It had yeah. kind of like a re- reverb happening. And you got to see cannons fire, like the balls firing on the screen yeah, you saw, in front of you. Yeah, as soon as you hit the button, the cannon fired. Yeah, it was like, obviously it wasn't a real cannon, but the... When you hit the button on the on the movie screen, it looked like a ball came out of your cannon, you know, and shot at the enemy ship. Exactly. So I mean, it was really, really well done. I felt like, and then <laughs> I won't. I, it didn't end well. I will say that. I don't want to give it away. Spoiler but I, alert! I don't know how this all happened. We got caught in a hurricane, and then we got caught on fire. Yeah, and then we, I don't know how that. And then we, we all died. We all like, died. Basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> which I was like, oh, so I'm assuming depending on which path you choose you get different endings but they aren't all happy yeah we definitely i remember this whole screen was like on fire in front of us yeah everything was on fire and the guy says i have one last piece of advice for you and then he just dies it explodes explosion and it says abandoned ship wow that ended dark i thought we were gonna find the treasure or something (laughs) it was it was interesting but it was fun like after it was over and we went to the next floors like i kind of wish we'd gone back and done some of the different options you know to see how it was but I mean, they had they had you know real gold, real silver, and um, there was and real different... real artifacts. Real this wasn't yeah. just pirate stuff. It was also like explorer stuff. There was yes. a lot of things in there about all these early explorers that came to Florida, and the whole this this part of the museum gave me the impression that it kind of carried out throughout. This wasn't just a Tampa museum. So if you go there, Tampa Bay history. But there museum, was a lot of Tampa history. It was very focused on Tampa, a lot of places, but there was yeah. also just a Florida history, yes. like Florida. Yeah. Florida pirates, yeah. Florida yeah. explorers, and then Florida history. history of different industries and things like that throughout the whole museum. There was an, also an adjacent room to the whole pirate area that was just a map room. It was and very cool. I liked that room a lot. Yeah, and yeah. You, you love maps. You old, love maps. old maps. I love old maps. But the kids were really into it, too, because when you, when you went in there, you saw these 1700 and 1800 maps that showed Florida as... Something that does does not look like Florida. It just looks like a kid drew a like a like a long, rough shape of what they think it might look like. Yeah, but in a very poor way, right, you know. Right. <laughs> so, and then these little islands off to the right, this yeah, big long island of the south. But it was really neat because you could see like at, at, over time they slowly got closer and closer to the right. You know, and, and there was a shoreline of Florida, eighteen early eighteen hundreds, eighteen oh seven. That was pretty accurate. I'm looking yeah. at it like, wow, that looks like it could be today's map. Like. It's but amazing how they did that without any There was even some GPS. maps. Sorry, so there was even maps like in the late 1800s that were very accurate of Florida, but still not completely accurate. Like they thought that the Everglades was the end of Florida. You know? Yeah, it was a lot. Do you remember sh- that? Yeah, it looked like, like someone took a bite out of that corner out of, the bottom, of the state. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was really fascinating, and they also had interactive screens that showed the map, showed different maps that you could work, you know, go through and work with and stuff like that. So. 
that it had a really nice um, combination of new technology and old um old history old you know what i mean yeah. yeah so i thought they did that really well that top floor it reminded me a lot and i mean a lot a lot a lot if you've ever been to it and we've talked about it on this show the um pirate museum in saint augustine yes this was laid out very similar in fact it wouldn't surprise me if it was the same group of people of designers yeah could who be. came in and maybe or did this and did that or maybe they borrowed heavily from that place because I and i like that, that museum a lot i like that museum a lot too i thought this was almost better though. right i mean just some of the the different interactive things that they had like like they had one um like a lot of it was one thing that the kids really liked was um they had a like a mix and match um game that you could play where it was like the origins of words and like where different words came from and a lot of them you know all of them had like some kind of pirate history to them you know and they were simple words like nausea and you know hot shot you know stuff like that but it all had like kind of these pirate origins where they came from which I Hot thought was Hot Shot really was a cannonball that was that would set you on fire set their ship on right. fire and then no, uh, so now you could say hey you're a hot shot nausea where did that come from I missed that one it was um, it's had to do with C which is why nausea the last three letters in nausea are S-E-A-C oh. um, but because you kind of get sick at C nautical lot, you know? C maybe yeah, yeah so I missed that I, I saw you guys looking I at that I thought it was interesting Antenna was another one that came from those like kind of like historical words it was I, I thought it was cool it was a good learning experience and and then we just kind of you know continued walking through and and enjoyed the whole thing it was all really great I felt we like. went to another room it was called Florida F- Bird's Eye View and we went yeah. in there and it was like an art gallery this was a temporary setting a temporary exhibit and we walked in there and I was expecting um, like aerial photography or aerial shots yeah. of things bird's eye view that which would, I think would have been better <laughs> yeah well we walked in there and it was bird art which yeah. is like Audubon Society type it was, of thing yeah it was sponsored by the Audubon Society and um, and they had some like taxidermi- taxidermized animals in there and um, and a lot of a lot of art and there were some exhibits in there about the Florida State Park system yeah, but it was, I mean, we were in there. For, we weren't in there very long. Yeah, we were yeah. in there for maybe a tenth of the time we got that we the were gist in the pirate. Of it, and then yeah, and the, kid, the kids were both kind of like, okay, I'm done. You yeah, know? anytime you're with a museum, in a museum with kids, there's only so much you can do because sometimes you want to stay in one area and go, oh, this is really great. And then other days they kind of push you along. I have to say, though, I probably wouldn't have wanted to stay in that area that long. It was, it just wasn't, it looked like, um, like, art that I mean it looked like my like my grandmother's art which I'm saying that but my grandmother was an artist you know so she was really good but it was just like watercolors it was the old Audubon society yeah it was like watercolors of of birds you know it's like okay they're nice but you can only look at watercolors (laughs) of birds for so long you know so, um, in my opinion, I, I'm not a huge bird fan. So, all you bird nerds, send your hate I'm, mail. I'm not an ornithologist. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but then we went down to the third floor, which was this was a big floor. It was. It had like a lot of like um, this had farming. Like a whole- yeah, there's a lot of stuff on agriculture in Florida, yeah. oranges and cattle and phosphate. Their, like yeah, where, this, where does that which, all come from? Yeah, and where does that all come from? And how does it, you know, what does it mean? Big it industries, yeah. not just for Tampa, but of Florida in general. Yeah, and it, exactly. It was the Tampa Bay History Center, but it was this was a very Florida centric thing, right? Yes, absolutely. There was an exhibit in there about sporting sports teams. There was a whole thing in there about the yeah. origins of the Bucks and the Rays and and even the Lightning a little bit. There was a cool little exhibit there on highlight, which I think a lot of people missed. But okay. highlight being that. It's a very Florida yeah. sport. Right. 
I didn't. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, that was in there. There's even a beer named after High Lie now. Yeah, um, Cigar City High Lie. And there was like it, that was the area there where it's like a cracker country kind of area too, yep, with like, like a, a like a, log a pioneer house. village kind of thing. Yeah, that you could go into. And, and all this was very well done. Like all of this was. was like very very interesting. There was even a little exhibit on the shipping container industry. And, yeah, and there it was. was like, yeah. And it was in a shipping container. Yeah. You could sit there and that watch a little neat. exhibit on the shipping. They had um, like bull writing that you could do too like um they had like uh one of those mechanical bulls like three actually three mechanical bulls that weren't weren't moving at all like you had it to move it yourself yeah it, it was, was like, like a playground deal it was like deal. a playground thing except that it looked more like a real mechanical bull than the ones on the playground you and know you bounce it back and forth while yeah but you just had to movie. bounce it back yep. and forth so the kids got on those and and enjoyed that for a few moments you know and um i'm trying to think what else there was there was a whole exhibit in there about uh tampa and florida's um, what we did in World War Two and World War One, as far as like McDill Air Force Base and all the training that went on here, and, yeah, right, and things like that. There was there was a big corner dedicated to that, to the contributions to the to the, the wars. There was also a back room that had, um, that had volunteers, and they had different craft stations where you could make like an old Florida postcard, or um, oh, I missed this. Yeah, this and there was another. There was a a place where like you could put on some dress or hats or like mustaches and, and take pictures in front of like an old brick wall. Um, so the kids did that, you know, and I, I think I showed you those pictures, yep, but that's what I saw the pictures with the yeah, pirates. I didn't so, know that's where that came from. Yeah. So they had like a little interactive kind of room there that had, they had probably had five or six different tables that in there that you could sit and color or do different, you know, artsy craftsy kinds of things. So that was nice. I'm trying to think what else was on that floor. Um, and then there was that there was that giant map wall you guys were playing with for a long time, like that interactive map. It was almost oh, like was a that hu- on that floor? Yeah, it was that huge, oh, that, like yeah. almost that huge iPad that you were playing around That's with. That's right. We were there for a while because you could go like the, it had different settings that you could choose, and you could go to different areas within Florida. There's all these landmarks, and, it, and like you, you pushed it, it took you right there. Yeah, and it, it well, you could choose different things. So it had landmarks, it had counties, um, it had a couple of different like options you could choose. So we chose counties um, because the kids wanted to see their schools and the house, you know, our house. So we. Um, we chose our county and then we went in there and like kind of zoomed in and we could see all of it. It was all, it was just like Google Maps. It was basically you know? Google Maps, but, but that had, had some uh, things calling out like information about what you're looking at while right. you're looking at a Google Map, right? And the other thing though, too, was that it was just, it was a ginormous TV screen. So it's a little different when you're seeing Google Maps on a computer versus this big huge tv screen and you can actively zoom in and zoom out you know it kind of draws you in so i mean i think we were standing there probably 15 or 20 minutes playing with that thing we were in this museum for close to three hours yeah which was about two hours longer than i expected to be and we skipped a lot of different things like i don't mean skipped like didn't didn't do it but like we kind of went through it quickly you know because because some of it just didn't interest we didn't read every exhibit and read every plaque if you did i mean you could easily spend the whole day there i would say if you wanted to go through and really read every plaque and enjoy every piece of that museum you know and it's in a really good location it's right we were just talking about cruises. It's really close to the cruise port. It's within yeah. a good walking distance of the cruise port. Yeah. A really good thing to do if you're in town and you're looking for something to do between, hey, you're, you got four hours to kill before your ship yeah, leaves. Yeah, absolutely. Ship's the, next day. the aquarium is right next to it. I've always said that's the aquarium is a really good thing to do. This is probably... 
thing one, thing, thing two, two yeah. or one A, one B. It's really good. If you had younger kids, and don't by younger I mean like nine or ten, you know, that I could totally see you if you had a full day here, you could go to the aquarium in the morning and the Tampa History Center in the afternoon, you know, and because both real close to each other. Yeah, they're all within walking distance of each other and they you know, they easily, you easily could spend a whole day at both, but with, you know, youngish kids, you probably would spend a half a day at both, you know? Do you know this is part of City Pass? Do you know that City Pass thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is, okay. but, but um, we can check on that yeah. and put it in the, in the show notes if it is. Um, but it was a really fun day. Yeah. And then we got to the, the first floor, which had a whole like Seminole Indian, um, you know, section and then a, a, a cigar. A c- like yeah, there was a really Ebor City cigar section. A really, too. Yeah, a really good, pretty detailed exhibit about the cigar industry, which was pretty cool to see and interesting that they put that much effort into that. There was like a, a, a mock up of an old cigar shop, yeah. and then you walked through and saw this big, long um, model of an old cigar factory with cutouts uh, you can hit buttons and little things would light up and it would show you all the little things that would happen right. and yeah and it was funny they had a um a model of a guy sitting up on a chair reading a book and you read this and it would say that these guys that would work in these cigar factories it was this huge room with all these people sitting there rolling, rolling, and cigars. rolling yeah. cigars and there was a guy in the in the end of the room called lectern and what he would do is he would read books to everybody so while everyone's working he was just kind of keeping everybody entertained so it wasn't totally mindless work yeah and the funny thing is that this was um the people in the in the cigar factory would vote on what they want him to read yeah they wouldn't just read whatever that's cool and then it turns out that a lot of people started like he they would start to read you know like fight the man and you know you know down with the man type of stuff and then that's when the people in the cigar factory started kind of like rising up and demanding more workers rights oh, that's and then funny. the people who ran the cigar factory kind of like put the kibosh on that whole thing yeah, after yeah. the people started getting interesting uh, yeah so i guess they said a lot of like the um labor union um, movements came out of the cigar factories right here yeah. so because of that hmm, that's interesting yeah i mean it was an it was a neat floor as well the other thing that i thought was cool was on the staircase well going down they had a big giant wall on um on each stairwell one had a giant tapestry on it and the second one had the original moss brothers sign from um the department store which moss brothers you know i i know it didn't mean much to you but like moss brothers was a big deal in like it was the department store when i was really little okay. you know so and it was like the original moss brothers time which i thought was really cool like they had it built into the wall and they and it said that like they they had taken down the sign before they demolished the building to keep it for something like yeah, this yeah something like that so i thought that was really it looked like too. a big deal because a lot of people were looking at it and taking pictures of it like oh look at that the yeah. moss brothers yeah, sign so it was i could tell that to a lot of people that was that was a big deal yeah yeah so Anyway, but all in all, I thought it was a really fun day. We had a really great day, especially considering it was free, you know. I mean, I definitely would have paid it was to go free. to that I think it's museum. about $15 for adults and maybe 12 for kids. Yeah, and we'll link to the Tampa and, Bay and Center, that's, History and, Center's And it's a website. big museum. I was actually very impressed by how, like, big it was, how much there was to do. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I, I don't say I went in with, like, low expectations because I went in with no expectations. Yeah. I didn't know what this was going to be, but it was, a, it was really, really fun fun and there was there's actually a columbia restaurant in there too i was just about yeah, to we say didn't that. mention that i was just about to say that which i think is so cool i mean it's a columbia restaurant it's not like a little 
museum cafe, you know? It's like a real Columbia restaurant with, like, the same decor yep. that Columbia has. And you thought you saw Burt Kreischer there. Yeah, Bert, <laughs> if, if you know what he knows who that is, Burt Kreischer is a comedian who I'm a big fan of. And yeah, he's, he's awesome. And he's from he's Tampa. The Machine. Yeah, The Machine. If you, if you want to see one of the funniest things of all time, definitely don't watch it with your kids. Yeah, it's not appropriate Go for Go to YouTube and Google Burt Kreischer, The Machine. It's one of the greatest stories ever told. But he is a comic who, he's from Tampa, and so I've seen him, pictures of him sometimes wearing, like, you know, either uh, lightning hats yeah. or raise hats. Yeah. And I see this guy with a beard and a, and a raise hat on. I'm like, that's Bert Kreischer sitting right there. <laughs> yeah. He was sitting in the Columbia and the and the Columbia, we didn't even, maybe if you don't know what the Columbia is, it's like the oldest restaurant in Florida. Right. It's, it's From a, 1905, I think. Yeah, it's an old uh, yeah. Spanish restaurant and it's in Ybor City and they have a few different like outlets of it yeah, and this got is one, one of them Saint, there they've got one in St. Augustine um, and they have one in this in, in, this in here museum. yeah and, and I saw this Burt Kreischer look alike in there I'm like that's Burt Kreischer I was yeah. gonna say something to him because I really am like a fan of this guy and then you looked at him and you're like no it's not it's not it looks, but it a, looks lot a lot like, like him. it was yeah. like a total dead it, ringer yeah definitely yeah. a doppelganger but it wasn't him but it was cool. We had a really great yeah. day, all in all. So I would think it definitely if you're in uh, this part of the state um, and it's yeah. just you want to check out a museum, see some history of very, Florida. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah I, did I thought too. it was great. So it's not all Disney and Bush Gardens. Yeah, and if you guys have ever been to the Tampa Bay History Center, let us know. We'd like to hear your opinion as well. And thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and please share us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. We would love to hear from you. And search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at Sunshine statepodcast.com. We'll see you guys next time. Talk to you next time.